Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back to another episode of the Nerve-Related Podcast. It's your boy, Randy Johnson, a.k.a. Party Panda. My boy, Brian, a.k.a. Lobo Milo. I'm back! How you been, baby? How's pretty good. Been? Well, I won't say pretty good. Actually, a rough week. But we out here, man. I, um, I'm getting old. I'm too big. My car's too low. Perfect. Perfect uh, variables to mess up your knee, apparently. So <laughs> I had a doctor's appointment for something completely unrelated. And I was like, hey, man, I twisted my knee getting out of the car. And he's like, well, let's check it out. And I don't, have you ever had your knee tested for like ACL, MCL, all that stuff? Well, let me mm-hmm. tell you about it, bro, because it is crazy. I didn't even this is the first time I've ever like hurt my knee like that. So they grab the side of your knee, say they put his hand on the left side of your knee, say that, right? Then he grabs your ankle and he pulls and pushes at the same time. So he tries to like buckle your knee to the outside. And then they do it on the other side to see if it buckles. Then for the ACL, he grabs like the bottom of your foot and your or your calf area and the top. And he tries to hyperextend it. And if it hyperextends easy, then you, I think that's where you tell your ACL. And then for your MCL, it's a lot of like trying to dig his fingers around the kneecap and kind of see where it hurts or whatever. So after all the series of pushing and pulling and blah, 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 he was like, yeah, he's, I'm pretty sure you have like a partial tear in your meniscus. <laughs> and I was like, you can't be serious, dog. Because it's one of those things where like you can run, like it's all pain tolerance, right? Like it's just it's just there. Um, And my pain tolerance is pretty high for the most part. And most of the week it didn't hurt at all. But today, dog, it's like, just hurting <laughs> so it only hurts when i get up or sit down mostly like or if i'm like i have, I have my knee locked in the l shape for a long time it'll start hurting but today i don't know why it's just it's that just terrible. there that sounds terrible it, yeah it's not fun i'm a big dude you know i'm i'm pushing 460 so anything that damages the wheels is not good <laughs> How about you, man? How you doing? Uh, we just going pretty good. Baby's kicking my ass. I've been trying to give my girl the, the nights and stuff. And she still tries to handle it, but then baby's fussy. I just come like, let me take her, you know? <clears throat> like, dude, in the beginning, perfectly fine. Like, after <laughs> like, oh, shit, almost two weeks now, sometimes she's like real fussy. Like, it's getting annoying, but I'm just being patient, just being cool. Well, shoot, good week for me. Got my new soaps that came in. Whoa. Watch. Always exciting. The Jurassic Park ones. My girl got them for me. She hey, always did. Listen, we're she, not sponsored by Dr. Squash. If you're listening and you're looking for a small podcast to sponsor, we're the ones. I got about 15 of them soaps in the closet. Like, real talk. Obviously, we're not getting no money off of this, but. No. The just feel, product, I have I like. never felt as clean as I feel when using this soap. Ray put me on it. He was like, yo, you got to try this soap. I was like, whatever. I ordered three of them on what, whatever sale it was. As soon as I used it, I was like, yo, this soap is fire, dog. So, I mean, we're all in. I got a bunch of, they have different themes. He showed you Jurassic Park. They got superhero themes and Star yes. Wars, all kinds of stuff. They're legit. If you're looking for a soap, check them out. Yeah, my girl got me the Batman set, and then I bought the Star Wars set a while back. It was uh, Yoda, Darth Vader, um, Luke Skywalker, and Obi Wan Kenobi. <clears throat> I like oh, the Luke Skywalker one. That one smells really good. Yeah, it smells fire. 
So the counter with the counter with the soaps on. And once I switched to these, because it's all natural, none of that random stuff, I switched my deodorant too. Because all the deodorants we using got aluminum in them and stuff like that. I switched over to Dr. Squash deodorant. I use that as well. Like I switched over to all natural. It's weird how the older you get, you think about that kind of crap. <laughs> <laughs> so I've not I haven't tried anything but the soaps. I know you told me about the uh you told me about the deodorant. Mm-hmm. I just thought, oh. like I told you over a text message, I was like, boy, I got like 15 soaps in the closet right now. So once I place another order, I'll check it out. Well, yeah, I like it. It's, you, it's definitely think cool. Think about that, man. Whatever your favorite scent is in that soap, you can have it on you every day, 24-7. You aren't dope. Smells so good. <clears throat> also, another wise we had a good week. Woohoo! <coughs> got my socks. The Cyclops. You know, anything X-Men, I'm in. Got the gambit. Yo, the gambit ones look fire. Dude, that's that looks fire. Yo, they 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 do they snap with that. Man, and they got so many Marvel. They, man, I sent you like 60 pairs of I know here. that's just nuts. Dog, if what I is the page for that? Well, what is it called? What was the page called? Rock on uh, Rock'em Socks. Mm-hmm. They got wrestling socks, Marvel socks, DC socks. They even do um uh, monthly socks. Like uh, last year, I bought some firecracker socks for the Fourth of July. <laughs> man, uh, they, but they're twenty, like twenty bucks a pop, though. But you can get like deals if you buy like more than you know how it goes. Sure. Yeah, yeah kind of expensive. Yeah, but so my week was good, man. It's always good when I get socks. It's always good when that new Dr. Squatch order comes in. No, always that a makes. Good week. You know, I'm always trying to collect stuff. Last week we talked about um, Gambit and Rogue. I wanted to bring it down and show you, as I didn't send you a picture. So that is the cover, the main cover. It's not a variant cover, but that's Gambit and Rogue right there. If you are watching or listening on any of this podcast, I'm holding up the cover to Gambit and Rogue number one. It has Destiny in the background and then Gambit and Rogue kind of standing back to back about the facts <laughs> and stuff. Um, I finally read it. I'm in. So we'll see. We will see. <laughs> I ask you how it was um, in a second here, y'all. I want to start up, um, try something new here or whatever. Um, so we want to look into the movies that were coming up recently and um, just coming up here soon. Um, Batman and uh, the Doom that came to Gotham is going to be coming out. <clears throat> so me and Brian wanted to watch the trailer together live and then uh, talk about our thoughts or whatever. So uh, one, two, three. Batman, the doom that came to Gotham. Animated, the only thing that DC does right. Dude, so good. In a city forever in darkness. Is this going to be a night's tale? It looks like it's in the past. Uh Uh-oh. Dude, I like to. I like the way his uh. His Is that costume. Aragon, or just a random <laughs> yeah. demon? That looks like Aragon. There's never no random demons. It's Aragon. This looks fire. Yo, this looks fire. It looks good. 
so it looks like that dude, the knight, is probably a green arrow. Yeah, there's Aragon. Yeah, I mean, it looks interesting, man. Is that a giant Lazarus pit? It did look like a giant Lazarus pit. Okay, okay. Looks interesting. So just really quick before we kind of dive into our thoughts. So is a 1920s based tale that finds explorer Bruce Wayne accidentally unleashing an ancient evil. No, don't start again. Um, expediting his return to Gotham City after a two-decade hiatus. And then it looks like uh, they're going to battle a Lovecraftian <laughs> supernatural force threatening the sheer existence of Gotham. New reimagined versions of allies and enemies, including Green Arrow, Raza Ghoul, Mr. Freeze, Killer Croc, Two-Face, James Gordon, and Bruce Beloved Wards. Prepare for a mystical, often terrifying Batman adventure unlike any other. That looked cool, though, man. I'm in. His costume looked dope. Yeah, he looks awesome. The costume looked dope. <laughs> it looks I'm, like I'm... the green arrow is going to be a big part of it, though. That night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, they looks... showed the bow and the arrows, and they show them a couple times, so. <clears throat> I'm in. Was... I'm always <clears throat> iffy was... when they, like, transport batman to a different time period but yeah i didn't like the uh, the steam well, i forgot what it was. the steampunk one where they went to like feudal japan no uh, no it was like it was set in you know, times like this one and uh is that what the, is that what is this like a sequel to that one it seems like it is yeah okay i didn't like i didn't hate it or nothing but it was all right. Did you ever watch it? It looks good. It looks good. I'll uh, I'll take a look at this. This comes out later this month, I believe. When is it? When is it? It's Batman. I'll buy it. March 28th. It comes out Tuesday, March 28th for video on demand and digital. So that'll be Shoot. interesting. We might start doing that more, man. That'd be cool. Um. If something's coming out the way both of them have seen that we're could have interesting or <clears throat> share it together. Yeah. No, that's I'm in. I am in. So, so um we don't really have ordered anything, but I wanna jump <clears throat> right into the last of us at the beginning of this uh pod. <clears throat> so last episode B. What do you think? Man, listen. <laughs> First off, we only got one episode left now. I'm so just not disappointed because it's been a hell of a ride, but man, dude, I don't. I'm not. I will cross that bridge. We'll cross it. We'll cross it. But so such a good episode. Um, I'd rather get your thoughts first because you didn't play the game this far, obviously. So I want to yeah, just I don't see know. how you feel about it, and then I'll tell you any differences that may have been from the game. All right, I'm, I'm gonna jump around here. Not good. Main main thoughts. That dude was a fuck. I mean, that dude was a pedal, and it was making me mad like the whole time. And I could not wait for that dude to die. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I could do the way he was like talking to him. He's like, "Yeah, you can have it all. We could start something." Like, shut up, dude! Like, you you get your weird ass out of here. She's like a twelve year, thirteen, you know, 
12 year old girl or whatever, man. She looks like a little, you know what I'm saying? Like, just shut up. He was just giving those weird vibes the whole time. And, and she knew it. Like, you know, she, you know, she's smart, she's really smart, you know? And I like that she didn't never give up, never back down. She never folded, you know what I'm saying? Even in the midst of dudes saying he was going to chop her up and stuff. Like, and she could have been, she could have played into his stuff like, oh, yeah, baby, you know, whatever. You know how, you know how girls right. do when they know how to get themselves out of a situation. You know, and then she like played him for a second and bit his hand. I was like, broke broke his finger. I was like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I thought she was gonna try to play into it to get herself safe for one second. And then she did it to his finger. I was like, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Matched him up. Dog, and she's such a beast, man. Like, uh that and then so that part. Then uh, um Joel dude when he had those two dudes tied up Boy. in that chair. Boy, <laughs> and he killed dude in front of me. Like, Why'd you do that? Why'd you do that? He's like, he told you the truth, told you everything he knows. He's like, and I believe, I believed him. him. <laughs> the other dude. I was like, dude, I was like, he's a stone cold killer, fam. Stone cold. He don't th- do. He's stone cold killer. Dog. He's like he. Yeah, that's it. That's what people. If you um, if you're not watching it, you are watching it, whatever. This dude is a murderer, <laughs> and it's weird. Because, like, yeah, I mean, I mean, I think that's weird with anybody that could just be a stone cold killer, but it also be <clears throat> a loving brother, um, a loving person, protector to this girl, but then also be a raging psychopath. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's <clears throat> crazy. And and there's a lot of people in reality that lives those lives, like mass murderers, dude, that have like a whole family, day to day, whatever. And then at night, they're murdering chicks or something. That's just, that's crazy to me because I would never. Kill nobody. Don't really want to. Thoughts are hurting. They've just never been put. You just never know, right? Because you've never been put. They've never been put in that situation. Like now you're in a situation where everyone's pretty much out, you know what I'm saying, to get you. And it's either you or them. And I'm sure at the beginning. So make no mistake, even in the show, Joe didn't hesitate to kill the old lady in episode one. She was coming out the house. He grabbed the, the wrench thing and was just in like there was a slight thought but it wasn't too long you know usually when people have that hesitation especially in movies and shows where like they end up getting like right on you because they're so scared because they didn't want to do what needed to be done he wasn't playing none of that as soon as she came in range it was a wrap well so now you can kind of think of like him and his brother like he's like we did some really bad stuff you kind of (laughs) know what kind of bad stuff they were doing because this dude will kill you (laughs) Whatever he's got to do to get, survive, whatever he's got to do, <clears throat> if you get in his way, he's going to kill you. So I could just think of the stuff that him and his brother have done, you know what I'm saying? That his brother's trying to get away from. His brother don't want to, you know, think about that stuff no more. He don't want to be, you he know. He wants to be a good person. But yeah. in this world, there ain't many places where you can be a good. Joel and Ellie weren't doing nothing. <laughs> you know, they're minding their own business. Yeah. And then sure. here we are. And then when they meet up, and then the whole time you think Joel's going to come in and save her. And then she saves herself and she went through hell and then they get together in that embrace at the end. And just, she just cries, you know what I'm saying? And and, and let's go to him. You know what I'm saying? Like, that so, uh, well, that's diff- so he's never meant to be the, the savior there, right? Like in the game, he isn't either. But one of the key differences is, um, I I, wa- I haven't played it in a while, but I want to say so. Joe walks in on Ellie, slashing him up in the game. 
like he sees her like as she's doing it so he like grabs her and like pulls her away and they walk out together and because he sees how messed up she is about it um on the show it's slightly different because she comes out of the out of the lodge on her own and then he grabs her same same thing right it's a slight change but i think it's important because you never i feel like most people that didn't play the game were expecting joe to save her and it wasn't you know what i'm saying like it just did that wasn't it it wasn't the, him coming in while she was doing it still would have felt like he is there the at least to save her emotionally but at this point I mean, she she hacked them up, dog, and she just kept going and going. She's a little uh, psychopath. Like we've already like, established this. She time. is not she is not a good she yeah, was born into this world only violence. And she is not a good person. She just isn't. She's not. She well, cares about you? those she cares about, period. The first person yeah. she cared about was her friend. Now it's Joe. There's no other in between here. Nothing else matters but those two relationships for her. And the little kid, right? Like she did, she was attached to Sam. Um, but that's crazy. Um, just to follow along, because this is what we do, right? We talk about how'd you feel, what you think, and then how how can it be different? In the game, you spend some time with the bow and arrow. And when she was hunting, it was bow and arrow hunting. I don't, I don't think you can do that now in the show. Yeah, because we've I, never seen them with the bow and arrow. <laughs> like, yeah, how the hell is she automatically now a bow expert, you know? Yeah, yeah. That would have been kind of weird. But they said they had her. I don't know. You, you know, we watched the after after yeah. show. They said they had her. I, I might have read this or maybe it was on there, but they had her holding a real gun because they wanted her to. They wanted her to see. They wanted us to see her struggle with the weight of it. Like, so yeah. she was holding a real gun and how that looks. Also, dude, it looked cold as shit there. <laughs> that showed her face was so red. Yeah, she was out. Dude, she's a badass man. And then, like, <clears throat> how much she cares for Joe? She, like, they gonna be coming. Anybody comes in here, you, you kill them. <laughs> and she was like, I'm gonna draw him away. You know, dude. When did that? When he hit that horse. She was flying out. Like, oh, shit. oh, yeah. When he, dude, they shot the horse. Yikes. So on the movie. So in the show. Um, what's the guy's main name? Anyways, the bad guy. Um, so when you meet him in the game, he comes off as like a nice person and he's still trying to convince Ellie, you know, of that. And then throughout a series of events, you end up in the same place, basically. Here, we already get that he's not a good person. Right, like you kind of sense it immediately. The town kind of fears him a little out of those conversations. When he comes back and he slaps the dude's daughter, that was kind of you know, what I'm saying obviously he's not a good person at that point, but it's there's little left to your imagination to determine he's bad. So we kind of established that pretty early. That's slightly different. Um, Easter egg for those that played the game, uh, Troy Baker, I think. So he played Joel on the game. Troy Baker was um, James, the dude that was helping the main villain, the guy that got cut in the. Oh, <clears throat> yeah. So he was Joel in the game. That's the voice actor for Joel. Oh, that's pretty cool. Now that's the second, third time we've seen a character from the video game 
um, in a significant uh, supporting role, right? Because in, in Kansas City, we saw the general guy. He was Tommy. Now here we're seeing this guy that was Joe, so that's pretty cool. So there were cannibals in the game because they were yeah there were cannibals. They had people. Well, I mean, what else are you gonna do? Kind of. Right. But they were like eating their own people. Like that's it's just I just can't wrap my head around that. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, you gotta eat, bro. And there's a that's a big group. It's a little easier to survive, I would imagine. I'm not built probably for survival, but I can manage a weapon, and I I would like to think I can survive a little longer than the average just based on experiences that I've had. But as the group gets larger, right? Like just taking care of yourself and one other person or your family is hard enough. Once you get to 10, 15, 20 people, what are you going to find for food? You're going to run out of food. And eventually you're going to have to hunt. And if the animals aren't around, then what are you doing then? Unless you establish a community where you can grow vegetables, because you don't have to eat meat, right? Like you can grow vegetables, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. But even that isn't safe for a while. Um, I just love this show, dude. It's, they're built. It's just the excitement that I have, and I know they're not going to let me down because now everyone's so emotionally invested in Ellie and Joel to this extent that when when the plot twist happens in the next year or two is is going to be devastating. I just can't wait. It's going to be so good because I've I've said this a couple times in the podcast, man. I've never had that switch in a video game of rooting for someone and then not rooting from them. Or that just shift in emotion of like, holy shit, we've kind of been rooting for the bad guys the whole time. <laughs> it's just, it's crazy. Can't wait. Yeah, yeah I mean, I mean, me neither because I didn't, you know, I don't even know really what you're talking about. <clears throat> so I can't, you know, I can't wait. <clears throat> but then we have to find something else to watch because <laughs> I ain't watching nothing else. Yeah, I don't know what we're going to weekly. I, I mean, I'm not sure. I know what we're not going to talk about weekly is The Flash. <laughs> but I'll actually talk about that in a minute because I'm I'm off of it. I'm actually going to stop watching. Invisible, Invisible needs to hurry up and come around, man. I don't know. Let's, let me Google. Let me see what upcoming TV shows are new or upcoming TV shows. Boys, boys needs to hurry up. The boys would be nice. 2023. What do we have out here? Okay, hurry up. So you're not into Star Wars, but the, so what? I'll hit that really quick. The Mandalorian's back. Episode one um, was cool. So I think you would. You're not a Star Wars fan, but what they're doing with the Mandalorian, it's basically a video game. Like the first one was fire. So it's the. I talk about this with my boys at work all the time because they're super into Star Wars more than me. I enjoy it. I watch it, but I'm not like you know, super Star Wars level nerd. I, I watch it religiously. I'm just not completely tied into that lore. But what the Mal- what the Mandalorian does that really speaks to me outside of like in Star Wars, they've created this video game in live action. It's insane. Like episode one starts. We find out what the main story is and where he needs to go. And then towards the end of episode one, you'll say, hey, in order to go beat Ray up, which is the end game, I'm going to need you to go pick up Diego and Brian and level up their skills and level up baby Yoda Grogu. So then he goes on this side quest, right? It's a side mission and he completes the side mission 
And then he goes back to the main quest and be like, okay, in order to get to this planet, I need you to go get this engine. So then again, you go on a side quest to go get this. It's it's a video game in live action. I think it's super cool. Um, we're on season three now. There's a bunch of Star Wars stuff going on. Uh, but the Mandalorian is cool. And Pedro Pascal continues to take over, you know. In this show, he takes over the show just with his voice because you never see his face outside of the couple episodes in season two. Uh, but really fun space war. Like he has a in this episode, there's a fight um, in space where he's flying a ship and it's it's pretty epic. That's what I'm, I'm here for breaking stuff. Outside of that, I don't. Did you well, watch I'm Shadow a... and Bone? Did you watch I'm, the first a... season of Shadow and Bone on Netflix? Shadow and Bone. Yeah, it's a show on Netflix. It came out probably two and a half years ago. It's real sci-fi, but um, season one, I enjoyed season one a lot. It's based on a book, but you should check out the trailer or something, see if it's something you want to watch. Season two starts this Thursday, and okay. I enjoyed it a bunch. I was I was iffy on if season two was ever going to happen, but it's here now, so there's that. Okay, yeah, well, I need something new to watch. Me and my granny ways, and then... Uh... I'll, I'll actually burn through the uh, Mandalorian and then I'll, I'll catch up. Yeah, and then we can talk about that weekly because that'll, that'll be really good. I love the first good. season. I love Pedro Pascal. And I know the second season... Season two was good. Brought, I enjoyed it. I know the second season they brought out... Uh, what's her name from the cartoon? Uh, yeah. Um, Bo-Katan. Yeah, yeah. See, I'm, I'm not really into Star Wars, y'all, but I know. Bo-Katan is nice. In the, in the animated show, she's nice. And in this show, she is nice, nice. In season two, I know you've been watching a lot of wrestling stuff. We can talk about those finishers too. Um, but Sasha Banks is one of the one of the Mandalorians in season two. Uh, oh, really? with Bo Katan. Yeah, she's one of the one of her like That's little cool. group. That's cool. Um, you know what I can catch up on that we can talk about? Yellow Jacket. Season two comes out March twenty fourth. I didn't watch season one, so we can we can definitely I'll bang that and we can Yellow start Jack talking about that. Uh, I don't know, dude. I don't watch Power. I know a lot of people are into like, yeah, but that's not like that. Um, Secret Invasion is in the spring. That's gonna be big, you know. In general, (laughs) definitely watch that. Well, I'm talking about shows, y'all. Um, I I was hoping anyway. So we know we're restarting Daredevil. You know, he's in the MCU now. Punisher is gonna be coming back. John Bernthal gonna be coming back as Punisher. And Daredevil, amazing. And I know they're going to do better because I like the first season, The Punisher. The second season, I really didn't like too much. But I love John Berthold. I love Miss Punisher. Like, he is the Punisher for me. Like, like Giant, like um, Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man, this is Punisher to me. Like, they couldn't have re- no, recast or anything like that. I would have been up in arms about it. Like, he, he's the Punisher. And he showed in, in the second season of Daredevil, it it gets no better. Like they they killed the Punisher, and I'm I'm glad to see him coming back. And then um, Luke Cage and uh, Jessica Jones, they took a picture together and like posted it on Instagram. So I don't know if that has like some kind of meaning, but uh, that'd be cool to have um, the Defenders, <laughs> the heroes for hire. But I, I I like Luke Cage. I like that show. It was good. I didn't watch Jessica Jones, but uh, maybe I should. So it was, so Jessica Jones, it's better to me than Iron Fist was. Iron Fist was a hot mess. 
but it's still like I would say Daredevil obviously is the best one. Um, the Punisher is one A or one B. I think the Punisher is the second best. Um, Luke Cage was fun. Like it was. I know we're in Hell's Kitchen for Daredevil, but Luke Cage was even a smaller part of New York. It's like Harlem in a ten block smaller even radius. Right, everything happens in a five block radius. It's way smaller. And then Jessica Jones introduces Purple Man, I think, and that was important in general how he controls people and controls her, yeah, considering her abilities. I like Purple Man. Um, and then. I, I mean, I think it's a watch, especially if they're bringing it over. I know the stories. It's kind of like a soft relaunch, but it would make sense to understand some of it because I'm sure they're not going to explain some of that stuff in general. Yeah. Even um, you know what Daredevil is. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think it'll be good, but if they're bringing back Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, The Punisher, Daredevil, I feel like you got to bring back Danny Rand too, even though he's not my favorite out of all of that that was happening. I don't know. You enjoyed him as Iron Fist, but the show was just not good. Terrible. It was terrible. The fights were terrible. The usage of his power was terrible. Iron Fist is such a, a dope character if you read into him and his powers and what he could do. He like his speed at times with his chi, he could rival Spider-Man. Like Spider-Man's like, yo, dude's fast. You know what I'm saying? And Spider-Man's the only people faster than Spider-Man are speedsters. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Nah, he, can, he, he can heal with his chi. You know what I'm saying? Like, he can do a lot of stuff with that. I think because you don't have to do an origin for any of these characters now, we've done that on Netflix, and there, there's going to be an understanding that we don't have to do that again. I think now we're basically going to get a, a mid-series form of these characters, which is cool because... You know, yeah. I don't even for DC, like I don't have to see Batman become Batman every time. Like I don't have to see that. And this is so recent that now we can see a Danny Rand in mid form where he's learned some of those abilities already. We don't have to watch him learn some of it. Yeah. You know, Luke Cage now more developed and they can create a heroes for hire or because now it's an MCU, we can see a true defender series with Doctor Strange, you know, mm -hmm. and maybe even the Hulk or She-Hulk now that she's in the MCU. Like, yeah. we can see more of those mini, you know, street-level stories with a bigger scope. I think it'll be cool. I'm I'm excited to check yeah. it out. I, obviously, yeah. Daredevil's always been... They snap with Daredevil die, and those one-shoot fight scenes have always just been so good. Dude, when he was dope on She-Hulk. Yeah, no, that was awesome. That's what I'm saying. So, like, if... If what they did with Daredevil and She-Hulk, if that's any inclination of what they could do with these other people, I'm in. Especially Danny Rand. You get him an outfit, you get that fist glowing, you know what I'm saying? He's like, you know, and he's more marvelly, you know, because those Netflix shows are really grounded. Yeah, yeah, they were more based on reality. Because then you see him on She-Hulk, dude's doing cartwheels and front flips, and he's moving And I fast. enjoyed that. Yeah, that yeah. acrobatness of it yeah. was missing. That was That's a part of who he is. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like just the total speed, the the comic bookiness of it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like it was, it was taken away, and then you see him. You know, and he was in Spider Man. He caught that brick through the window. He oh, wasn't dude. doing nothing, like he wasn't doing none of that on the show. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, his sense rivals the spider sense. Like oh, the oh, fact yeah. that um, in Spider Man he catches it as Peter's putting his hand up to catch it. 
like yeah. just shows you like the level of his senses being just how incredible it is. Yeah, Stan, Stan Lee says that Daredevil senses are better than Spider Man Spider Sense. It's just so wild. You put that on the scale, that's insane. You know, that's excited. how you die. I like Look. the new suit. We've seen oh, the, old the yellow like and the old red suit. old suit. You know, like the old suit play. So hey, that'll be gotta very interesting. Got to get back in the red. Yeah, I mean, he will eventually, but I think this is a way to differentiate the Netflix series, right? You have, you know, the Devil in Hell's Kitchen. What they need to do, I was, because when I was a kid in the 90s, which some people would say, you know, it's give or take bad, good time for comic books. But it was one dope takeaway. The Daredevil's outfit when he was running the hand, it was like black and red. Man, I had a bunch of issues with that comment. I had all his toys. I need to see that suit somewhere. The, the, that suit when he ran when he ran the hand in the nineties, man, that that was my favorite Daredevil suit. That that one's I haven't seen it like since. We've but, seen it in a hero click form though. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, oh, and he was sitting on that throne. Nah, that click that, is dope. Yeah, 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 yeah man, that suit. That that that's the best suit. But yeah, the nineties. Yeah, I was gonna bring that the nineties, man. They brought a couple good things to. How's I'm about Kyle Rayner, Green Lantern, who's my favorite Green Lantern. I know if you don't read comic books, but I don't know who he is, but the 90s and, and then X-Men. Yeah, Come the on 90s now. for me was that age is just things were popping off. I mean, I think <clears throat> the death of Superman, Doomsday. It's going to be mm -hmm. interesting. Um, and we probably will get a lot of those stories adapted now that everything's back, right? Yeah, I'm more excited to so I wanted to bring this up now since you bring Daredevil up. So like, because <clears throat> we're not going to go back. Like there are things that were that were changed in the MCU because of rights, right? So like Ultron, <clears throat> and you might correct me, but I'm pretty sure Ultron was made out of adamantium, not vibranium. But because they didn't have the rights to that, then you had to change it up, right? Like you have to make them with what makes sense. Just like adamantium was a scientist trying to replicate the properties of vibranium. Yeah. Yep. And then on the Fox shows or the Fox movies, they took the vibranium origin and applied it to adamantium. They said it came from a meteorite, blah, 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 blah. So like yeah, one thing I saw online that I wanted to talk about, because this is a great way. It's just, comic books are amazing, but you can always retcon stuff. And now because of the way the movies are built, at least in the MCU, DC, I'm still disappointed. Um, <laughs> when Ant-Man comes back from the quantum realm, so I don't know if you noticed, so at the beginning of the movie, the couple that walks past them, I think one had like a blue, uh, like a aqua shirt and the lady had like curly hair. So I watched yeah. the video. When he comes back, the same couple walks past him Wearing the same exact thing. So I'm wondering if they come back to a different alternate version of time, not the one that they left. And that would make sense if they did, because now you can introduce not only the, the ramifications of Scott having to deal with everything that has changed. Think Flashpoint Paradox when he comes back and the whole world is different. Same concept, right? Um, but now you can have some of that Fantastic Four, X-Men, and not necessarily need to explain any of it because, hey, this is a different time where this already existed here. You just weren't watching it because it wasn't 
your timeline, right? Yeah. What are your thoughts on that? I saw a video on it and I was like, yo, this could this could be interesting. It could be interesting. He's like, did I just mess everything up? Whatever. Right. Yeah. When he's talking about that, that same couple walks past him wearing the same exact thing. I gotta watch then. Oh, and I'm excited to watch it again. Like I had no interest in watching it again. Now I gotta watch it again. (laughs) So it comes to Disney Plus at the end of this month or beginning of next month, which is Hella fast. You remember the days, bro, when the movie came out? I remember going to watch like Ninja Turtles at the movie theaters and I had to wait like two years two to years. get it on on DVD or not even DVD, like VHS. <laughs> yeah, because they we have a movie. We have they had to put a run. Yeah, because the movie would come out and it'll be out for a couple months. Then we'll go to the video store. Yeah. Be in a video store for a couple months. <laughs> then you'll be able to buy it. It was nuts. And now we have a premier company like Disney launching a movie. Six weeks later, they're like, hey, yeah, we're going to throw it on Disney Plus. If you want to keep watching it, make sure you subscribe. (laughs) But it makes (laughs) it's just crazy that it's that that fast. You don't even have to go. And I'm sure that affects box office revenue, right? Because there's some people that don't need to watch it day one like us. Like, I need to make sure I watch it right away. I don't want to be spoiled. I want to be able to talk about it. I'm excited. But there's so many movies that I want to watch and I drag my wife to where she can wait until it comes out well, because it's only six weeks, six, eight weeks. It's only two well, weeks. The, the, yeah, the, well, the option's there now. Right. You know, the, the more options you have, it takes away from your greatest option. Movies ain't ever going to be what the movies were because of that, especially with small movies. If it ain't a blockbuster movie, it ain't going to make cash. Just remember that. Like, If it ain't a blockbuster, it ain't going to make the same amount of money it, it, it will make anymore. Because you don't have to go there to see it no more. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to waste my time going there to see it. You know, which I mean, sucks. It's never a waste of time to me. I don't think it was never a waste of time to anybody else. But you start giving people options, things become wastes of time. Well, the price too, dude. So like the price of shit. So think about it. It's just me and my wife. We don't have kids. But we'll use you as an example, right? Say you want to go to the movies. Oh, yeah. And you're going to a 6 o'clock showing. And you're taking Junie. You're taking your stepson, Anaya's home. You're taking April and you. So you have five tickets, not even including the baby, right? You're going to go buy, you're gonna buy five tickets. If you're going anywhere past 2 o'clock, those five tickets are now minimum 12 bucks. if you're going to the ultra screen, like $16. So you're already at like 80 90 bucks in tickets alone if you're doing five or six people. Um... Plus, you know, your gas, whatever it costs you to get there. So you're going to get hungry. You want snacks, right? Yeah. So, I mean, going to the movies is literally, for you, $100. $150. Bucks. Like, if you're going to buy soda for everybody, drinks, snacks, whatever. For me, just me and my wife, say we're going to the ultra screen because we always do. That's $30, bucks, 28 dollars or so in tickets. We get there. I got to have my pretzel bites with pump cheese and a soda. That's another 13 bucks. We're going to get some candy, and we usually share a soda, but we'll get two or three packs of candy if you buy them there. Another four bucks a pack. Realistically, just me and her going to the movies is 60 to $70, just two of us. You know what I'm saying? Because we're yeah. getting a bunch of stuff. Like, Or you can watch it at home when it comes out. That's why I've always thought, like, if they were smart, and they don't want to do this because the amount of money that they would lose, but it would make sense the consumer if i was going to release a movie i could charge you 50 bucks 
if I wanted to on a on a triple A release, right? A big budget movie, forty to fifty dollars to watch it at home day one, and you would pay for it. You would pay for it because it's cheaper. I'll make my own ice. I'll make my own popcorn. I'll buy my own ice cream. I'd get soda, and I literally would save twenty to forty dollars by watching it at home. See, that wouldn't work for me because I like the experience. I like the surround sound, the screen being bigger. But for the average consumer, I think they would buy into that. $30, $40, they would pay to watch it at home day one out the gate. And they might make even more revenue doing that. I'm, I remember Disney was doing that for a second. Like when um, yeah, the, new Mulan the, came out, the new Mulan came out, you had to pay 20 bucks yeah. to see it right away. 20 bucks to see it day one. And they, they, they did numbers. Yeah, they did. You know what I'm saying? So it could happen. But then that means they get rid of theaters. And we cannot let that happen, people. Go to the Damn. movies. Damn. I, I grew up it. poor, man. And going to the budget theater with my dad, <laughs> that was one of our weekend things. And now Dude, we don't even have budget. We don't have budget theaters no more. We got a couple of drive-ins in Wisconsin still. I want to hit one this summer. Would you be? We should do that one of these nights. But, um, yeah, I grew up on driving theaters, budget theaters. We barely have – we don't have no budgets no more. That's out the window. But we barely have any drivings, man. And those are – those are just memories, man. Usually yeah. when, when I used to go to the drive-in here when I was younger, you would pay um, a fee and get to watch two movies. There was like a yep. 7 o'clock movie, a 9 o'clock movie, and everybody would just kind of lounge out on the back of a pickup or a, yep. a station wagon. Bam, whatever. I'm pretty sure I watched like – twister at a drive-in which was scary because like in that movie they show the tornado ripping through like a drive-in screen and it was like one of the just weirdest feelings I've ever batman, i've seen batman returns at the drive-in i've seen lethal weapon 3 at the drive-in hunchback and Notre dame how <laughs> did a drive say that huh there's this girl on my team this week kind of uh -huh. super coincidence crazy she was talking about how what you just said, she was like, man, I missed the budget. Like, did you guys ever used to go to, like, budget theaters? And I was, now that you mentioned it, I was like, that's the odds of that happening in the same week are crazy. But, yeah, like, we went to go, go see, to budget all the time. I seen Home Alone 2 with the budget. Um, I seen Anchorman at the budget. That was one of, I think it was the last movie I ever seen at the budget before they started shutting them down. Dude, the Anchorman. last movie I seen at the budget, I was just talking to my wife. And she wanted me to go watch this movie with Anne Hathaway. I can't remember what it was called. It was me. Her and her best friend. No, I was after that. And we get to the budget and we sit down. We're watching a movie. And one of the first scenes in this movie, Anne Hathaway pops her titty out and the doctor's like, <laughs> I was like, she looks at me and I'm like, this is best budget movie ever. First oh off, but no, <laughs> it was just one of those things where like, we didn't know what the, like, I didn't expect the movie to have her showing her titties out the gate, but yeah, <laughs> that was maybe over 10, 12 years ago at this point. Yeah, man. The budget. Budget was fun. Yeah, it was, it was like five dollars. That's before five dollar movies. Like you go to you go to the budget five dollars. My dad can take the whole family. There was four of us. You know what I'm saying? Twenty bucks. But they just they got there's no space for it because the movies are coming on demand so fast. Before, that's the process, right? It would go yeah. to the movies. It would have its run, which was usually a lot longer. It would go to the budget. You'd be able to watch it there. It ended up at the video store. You'd go down to your local Blockbuster and rent the movie if you wanted to watch it. And then from there, you'd be able to buy it. 
now that process, that cycle has been so condensed so short. There's no there's no room for budget theaters, not really. Dude, that's crazy. Dude, the video stories, man, I miss that dog. Like being thirsty, looking for a movie. Or you a game. Yeah, oh, I'm trying to rent a game. You go up to the dude, like, hey man, um, I just seen a dude drop uh, in the drop box. Can you see if that's the thing for me? Yeah, scan that in real quick. <laughs> or they'll have one on the side, they're not scanned in yet. You'll be looking through them like, oh, this is what I want right here. Oh, let me put it in for you and rent it back out. You know what I'm saying? Like, I miss that stuff, man. I oh, my, my parents knew it was coming, and I did too. It was always like a game, you know what I'm saying? I'd be like walking with them, looking at the movies. I'm like, I don't give a shit about none of these movies. You know what I'm saying? Halfway through the story, you're like, hey, mom, can I rent the game? She would talk to you, ask your dad. I'm like, I'm asking you. I'm not asking dad. Can I rent the You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it was always that. You know, but you never wanted to start off. You, you don't want to walk through the doors. Can I rent the game? Or be in the car and wait there, like, hey, can I get the game? No, you want nah. you do the half walkthrough with yeah. your parents like, halfway through. <laughs> I mean, halfway I spent through. hella time at Blockbuster, and I don't know if this was regional. I'm sure it was more national, but Hollywood Video. Like, when Hollywood yeah. Video was around, we would go there all the time, too. Well, I was big in Milwaukee, and, and it was on the south side, too. You know what I'm saying? And their game section. I don't know. what They had a game store, like, right yeah, next, yeah, like, it was connected to it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Man, I'm, I'm, I miss those days, dude. And they had it a porn in the back. I would sneak in there sometimes. You like peek your head in there, <laughs> trying you know to catch. Or trying you to walk past the beads and you see a dude look out. You like, oh, you know what I'm saying? Like, you catch that that eye. Like, trying to catch, trying to catch, catch that that view of some side boobage. And that's yeah, funny. No. Though, kids, you, your kids, you don't know. You know what I'm saying? Then you get older. You know, you think about those things like, ah, that's what was behind them beads. <laughs> remember when I turned 18. One of the first things I did was I went to the adult store and I bought a, uh, <laughs> a DVD, you know what I'm saying? And then I had, um, uh, what was the other video store that was still, I think there's still a couple left in around the country. Family videos? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They had, they had a section to get to go through the beach. There's still one in West Dallas, bro. Like a family, yeah. at least I think it's still there. It was there not too long ago. Yeah, man. I, used to, uh, I went back behind the beach a couple of times, you know. <laughs> As an older dude, so we were talking about uh Suicide Squad video game a couple maybe podcasts ago, a couple of podcasts ago. And now we're hearing it's terrible people. Mm. Rash. So bad that they have pushed this thing, they punted it to next year sometime. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it, we haven't even got a new release date, bro. It's just like, well, this um... looks pretty decent. Brian was like, nah, I don't look that good, man. I told you. I told you. I was like, it feels like Anthem. I knew, As soon as I saw it, I was like, yeah, I don't know, dog. I had a feeling. And here we are talking about DC, how it was pushed back. DC keeps dropping the ball, man. <laughs> I mean, first off, can I get on a test play, please? Like, let me get some. I'll sign NDAs. I've done a couple of them. So, obviously, I don't ever tell no one because we signed an NDA to do them. But, like, some games don't ever come out. But I feel like this game was so far along. Like, it had been pushed already. Like, we are already starting to get trailers and gameplay. People are in gameplay. Like, everyone's excited about it. And now it's like, uh, yeah, actually, we let some people play it. And uh, they weren't they weren't okay with it. <laughs> I, can just, <laughs> I can just see it now, dog. I don't, I don't know. To me... That whole vibe of Anthem Destiny is just not for me in general, but 
I don't think that was it. I, I think it must have been just the actual gameplay, right? Like something with the gameplay had to have been horrible. Yeah. Because if your niche or your audience is that co-op, you know, RPG type fan, that's who you're going to have playing the game. So like chances are whoever you had testing that game isn't going to be upset about the style of the game. What they would be upset about is how it looks graphically, visually, what does it look like? And you know what I'm saying? The performance of it as you're playing the game. Oh, and story-wise, like what about what about it was so bad that they said, Yeah, we're we're not launching this probably this year at all. It's just not gonna happen for us. So staying in line with DC, I'm getting tired of y'all. For real, all the lies, the double backing bullshit that you guys are doing. Like, I, I don't get it. Like, so Wonder Woman's supposed to be gone. Um, with the Flash movie, Batman, Michael Keaton wasn't in it no more. We see the trailer, they're all in there. And then new trailer, Shazam, Wonder Woman's in there. Out of nowhere. <laughs> I'm just. Hey, surprise! <laughs> like, first of all, first of all, you guys introduced the Shazam family way too early. You know what I'm saying? And now we we're gonna deal with that. So we got multiple superheroes in the movie. I mean, unless this is what it is now, it's not. That's what I'm saying. Like, is this Shazam's movie or the Shazam family? You know what I'm saying? And now, is it is it a Shazam movie or is it a Wonder Woman movie? Like, is this just as like what 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 are we doing here? You know what I'm saying? And then it's not like she's just some end credit scene. No, she's no. in the movie flying around talking about Nemascara. You know what I'm saying? Like what what are we doing? So I so the villains, right, are are old gods. Got it. You're right. They're gods. So I understand why Wonder Woman would know of them or possibly even have fought them at some point. But you're right. It's a it's a Shazam movie. She shouldn't like why it just doesn't make sense first what first doesn't make sense is why would you spoil that the only conclusion i can come from that is people aren't buying tickets for this movie because there is no other reason for you to show me gail gadot who is immensely popular as wonder woman in a trailer when you otherwise would have let that be the the draw, right? Uh, as far as people get the reaction, like, okay, they're yo, reaching. Wonder Woman's in the movie. Hey, yeah, they're reaching. They're <clears> reaching. <throat> they want that Wonder Woman money. You know what I'm saying? So, now, now the girls, you know, the girls it's are... super <clears throat> weird that they showed her. But now that they have showed her, that leads me to believe she is a main part of this movie. Well, they We've seen her fighting the dragon. We've seen her fighting the two chicks. She's flying around like she's narrating the trailer, right? So like, what, what the hell? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Y'all trying to do what? everything you can to discredit my boy Shazam. Is he even in the new phase? Like, is Shazam? They've always said Shazam's kind of been separate, or what? Whatever that means. But is that character moving forward? And if so. Why is Wonder Woman in it if she's not moving forward, right? Like, <laughs> if Gail Gadot's yeah. not going to be Wonder Woman, which I don't know if we've got a concrete... At this point, they say so many back and forth things. Who knows? But 
if she's not Wonder Woman, why in the hell is she in this? Like, I don't, I don't know, dog. It's super weird. And the only conclusion I can draw is that people aren't buying tickets for the movie, which makes sense because they, said they basically said, like, yo, these movies that are coming out aren't a part of the reboot. <laughs> why the hell would I go watch it? That's what I'm saying. Like, whoever's, whoever's y'all PR at DC, you guys are idiots. When did you think to wait to let all these slated movies come out? Then say they don't mean shit, that they're garbage. No, no, no. You come out in the middle of all your hottest movies about to come out and say they're worthless. <laughs> What'd you think was going to happen? <laughs> hey, everything is about to come. It don't mean shit. Hey, but go see that. No, no, that yeah. doesn't Make work. Make sure you go spend $58 on tickets for you and your kids to watch this movie that really ain't got nothing to do with nothing. That'd be like me coming in for a job interview and the company's like, hey, you probably ain't going to like this job. You're going to quit right away. How about you come in here and waste some of your time? <laughs> and you be like, ah, okay, I'll, I'll see you guys later. Or never. Yeah, you know I'll come on Monday. Don't... <laughs> That'd be me be like, you know what? Let me clock in. You know what I'm saying? No, you're going to leave. They did the stupidest PR move. They, Dude, all these movies that are coming out, I hope they're ready to take the biggest blow they've ever taken. Yeah, there's going to be massive L's. Massive. I mean, they're going to make canceling Batgirl look like a dumb mistake <laughs> because, like, they saved, they, they lost $100 million by canceling that movie because they didn't have to market it, blah, blah, blah. But we're already knee-deep in marketing for Shazam and everything else that's supposed to, you know, break through here. Yeah. So there's going to be massive L's being taken there on the studio's front. You know what I was thinking about, still DC-related? You know how... When they first talked about Aquaman and Jason Momoa was like, yeah, you know, I, I don't know if you remember this. I'm pretty sure we talked about it, but he was talking about how he had something to do with the script and mm -hmm. how some of the script was like going to the UN and talking yeah, about talk how to save the, the planet. Doc. I don't know why that popped into my head, but that's probably why people were like, yeah. <laughs> That's probably why people walked out of the movie theater, Doc, because, like, what? The villain is, like, people polluting the Earth? Is this Captain become Planet, a, or is this an Aquaman movie? movie, dog. I mean, hey, give me that on a Captain Planet movie. Like, I'm I'm all in on a Captain Planet movie. That's what it is, but... And see, now I think I get that dude's gripes, the guy that's playing Black Manta. Way before this, he was saying something, but he wasn't saying nothing. And there was other underlying stuff there. I think this is the kind of shit he's talking about. You know what I'm saying? Because obviously Aquaman was a big hit. So they're going to start the next one right away. So you probably seen the script or there was some talks going on about where the head direction of the movie was heading and stuff like that. He was talking. He's like, something about like, I don't like being a part of superhero movies or some of that. I'm like, well, you're Black Manta in the next movie, dude. You're like shooting yourself in the foot right now or whatever. But I think I understand what he's talking about now. He's like, dude. I, you know, this he's like this. I was, I don't know what he said, but it was. I remember that now, reading like some comments he made. So I think it, you know, he knew from the jump. Like, man, this, this is some bullshit. <laughs> I get uh, it. Like Arthur would be more in tune with the oceans being polluted, how important the oceans are, and that can be a sub theme. Like, it no. can be a part of it, but it can't be like. <laughs> Yeah, it 20 can't minutes. be the main reason for the movie. 
having a 25 minute conversation with the UN, throw that movie in the trash. <laughs> Listen, yeah. I want you guys to think we don't want to protect the earth. You know, <laughs> we definitely love where we live and it makes sense. But in that context, I feel like it didn't make sense. I don't want to see Aquaman talk about the polar ice gas, Milton. I really don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. That's not mm -mm -mm. something I want to see. So, keeping it in the movies, me and Ray wanted to go see 65. I don't know if you guys watched it. Um, but what's his name? I always forget. Kylo Ren's name. Dan I think it's Danny. What the hell? I don't I'm know. I, dude, I always have brain farts. I, was I always Danny. forget his name. Adam Driver. Adam Driver. I want to say it was Danny, but Adam. So Danny new. Rain. So this movie, I'm not even sure what it if it's based on a book or not, but movie came out this week. Um, it seems cool. It got like seven and eight. Seeing like decent reviews for it though. It's getting decent reviews. Um, so this is the plot of the story. So after a catastrophic crash on an unknown planet, pilot Miles quickly discovers he's actually stranded on Earth 55 million years ago. Now with only one chance at rescue, Miles and the only other survivor, Koa, must make their way across an unknown terrain riddled with dangerous prehistoric creatures and an epic fight to survive. From the writers of A Quiet Place, producer Sam Ramey comes 65, a sci-fi thriller starring Adam Driver, Ariana Greenblatt, and Chloe Coleman. So this sounds fire. It sounds good. So the reason I bring this up is because I, I was going to go watch it today. And there was only like three showings on a Sunday, <laughs> which only means there is no interest in this movie whatsoever, which is crazy to me. Like, this is why Hollywood continues to make sequels and remake movies that were successful. Because as far as I know, this isn't a remake. It could be, but I don't think it is. No. And you get a brand new movie, new story. Original concept. Which sounds amazing. And no one goes to watch it. It's mind boggling. Because you, we complain about how there's no original stuff anymore. There's no original movies. And then when somebody takes a chance on what seems to be a big budget movie, this is a Sony movie. It seems to be big budget. The CGI looks legit. Well, Sam Raimi's producing it too. He don't produce none but blockbusters. Nobody went to go watch it. Like you, that's weird to me. When I first seen the trailer, how well, the like, marketing is pretty bad though. The marketing is huh? pretty bad. I seen like maybe so before this movie came out, seen three like three trailers. Yeah, I mean, but sixty five was being promoted. Was I watching recently? Super Bowl? It was a big sporting event. Was it Super, Super Bowl? Bowl? It was like on the Super Bowl. Like to get a Super Bowl commercial cost millions and millions of dollars. <laughs> like no one cared about it. I think it's super intriguing. For one, I thought it was like a time travel movie initially when I saw the, the trailer. But it doesn't seem, after I've seen a couple of trailers, it doesn't seem like it's like that. Maybe there's time travel fatigue. I haven't watched it. I haven't read no reviews, zero reviews. But what I get from the trailers, and I could be wrong again, we might have talked about this already, is humans aren't from Earth. <laughs> They're from somewhere else. He gets stranded on Earth 65 million years ago, apparently. Well, that, that, that could have <laughs> huge plot holes, because have humans been around for that long? You know, who knows? But um, And then they you know, do what they do on Earth, and eventually the humans settle on Earth.
one option. The more likely option is it is time travel. And then they went through some wormhole or something and then they pop back out and, you know, and see a planet. They what think if, it's a different planet. It's really home. Dude, what if in the movie they are the reason for the Big Bang? <laughs> I don't know, dude. Like, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to go watch it. I'll probably go watch it this week. Just like I'm going to watch Shazam. Like, I'm going to go buy tickets to watch Shazam. I'm going to see it Tuesday for $5. Yeah, I mean, that's a good idea. Tuesday might be a good day to go watch 65. You want to meet me down at South Shore? We can go right after work. Check it out. Thursday is going to be tough. I want to see Shazam on Thursday, but I'm, I'm a huge sports fan. If you guys haven't decided, you know, deduced that already, got Puerto Rico on the World Baseball Classic. Um, but March Madness starts on Thursday. So, like, going to a movie Thursday night when there's, like, so many games going crazy, I don't know if that's the best move for me because I'm not going to... I'm going to be watching my phone, trying to pay attention to scores. Um, but we'll see. I I love the movies, and I want to see those. Other movies coming out this month, which could be big box office draws, uh, John Wick Chapter 4. Oh. Should nice. be huge. <clears throat> Should be huge. We'll yeah, see. I, I own all three of those. No, I mean, they're just phenomenal, <laughs> just action-packed. I love how... So John, the first John Wick was amazing, <clears throat> but I love oh. how the the subsequent movies start like right when the other one ended. <laughs> like, oh yeah, the movie and ends and the next did. movie's like, okay, we're we are I now running from this fountain that we ended the last movie. On. It's just I so good. Get, I love how they get wilder and wilder. I love it's, it. <clears throat> and the, and the I fight love... scene, the fight scenes are good. The gunplay is amazing. The driving scenes, he has a lot of cool driving scenes where he's like, you know, whipping car. that car around. So fire. I mean, I, do, I also love the scope and sort of the ridiculousness of, of it all, right? Like, yeah. I retired. I'm at home. I just want to chill. Somebody killed my dog. <laughs> I was about to break loose. And now all of a sudden, you're back in the world of, you know, whatever it was you were doing before you retired. Oh, that, oh, that TV show should be coming out soon. Which one? The Hotel. Oh. On uh, HBO Max. Yeah, we can start watching. I know that's going to be coming soon. And is it called the Continental or is it called the Hotel? Uh, I, I think it's called the Continental. John but dude, Wick can we give Keanu Reeves his flowers, man? Because, like, <clears throat> this guy, dude, like, he just re keeps reinventing himself, man. Like, you know, he was Neo. Now he's John Wick. You know what I'm saying? And then they had a new match just come out. No one even talks about that. Like, dude's John Wick now. You know what I'm saying? Like, <clears throat> this guy... I, I love you, Keanu Reeves. Just know that. <laughs> so it looks like this is premiering at some point this year, and it's going to be on Peacock. Oh, I thought it was going to be on HBO Max. No, I see here. It looks like Peacock. Let me back up and see if I have anything else can anything else confirming that. What's well, the Continental man? I don't want to see that on Peacock. It ain't going to be right. You know what I'm saying? Unless uh, Peacock, unless Peacock is doing things different, and they don't care about the blood and gore and stuff. So it says plans for the Continental have evolved since Stars first announced the series in 2018. So it looked like it was going to Stars initially. Okay. It says, but a lot of new streaming options have cropped up. So now the Continental will stream on NBC's Universal Peacock. Okay. So Peacock often streams all the John Wick movies. So that's going to be on Peacock. <clears throat> so I'm a huge Anna de Almas fan. 
The first time I ever seen Anna Jamas was in a Keanu Reeves movie called Knock Knock. And if you've never watched that movie, highly recommend it. It is so Fire. good. So Fire. good. Fire. Um, but she's gonna be in the spin-off for John Wick called Ballerina. So I'm all in on that too. Oh, okay. So that's gonna be coming out soon. I didn't even realize there was a Continental um, TV show. Continental NYC, it looks like it's going to be called Fire. It'd be interesting because you can't do business on Continental ground. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd be hella interested to see how that plays out. I need some of them coins. I just love the whole scope of John Wick, man. It's just fire. <clears throat> oh, then speaking of John Wick, can we get some flowers from John Leguizamo, who's in the first John Wick. That guy's killing it. Latino, Puerto Rican. The Latinos taking over. Dude, John Lucas has been in so much stuff recently. So much stuff, dude. It's I crazy. used to love the past growing up. The oh, past was so funny. Dude, me and my brother like broke that tape we watched. It, it so was so times. good. Pistachio. He said, like, like a booger, I stick to this one stinky winky. Oh. <laughs> dude, Two stinky the- winkies. <laughs> so good. I just, watched, I just watched Spawn the other day, dude. Oh, he killed it in spawn. He killed bro. it, so killed it in spawn. Violator, dog. He man, if you never seen Spawn, man, it's the graphics and stuff kind of suck, but I enjoyed the movie. I, I still love watch Spawn. It. I think it's awesome. Dude, John Leguizamo kills it as a violator. He's a little fat clown in the movie, if you guys didn't know. That's John Leguizamo in like 50 pounds of makeup. Killing <laughs> it. Killing it. What yeah, I don't know, man. Um, what else is coming out? Uh, Scream, Scream's out. Seems to be getting some huge re- reviews. This is your genre, man. You know, you love that suspenseful horror stuff. My yeah, wife I, even wants to watch this, which is rare. She's not really into that stuff, but it looks good. Yeah, I own the other four of those movies, or five. Yeah, yeah, there's five of them. <laughs> and then I didn't want to see this movie at first because. They got rid of the lead actress because she said she wasn't being respected enough. They didn't want to pay her more or whatever, you know. And I think we, I talked about this before. <clears throat> I, and I stand with her and I still do. You know what I'm saying? I don't think a movie's ever bigger than the person, especially right. when there's five of them already. And she was spearheading all of them. But I was think it Nev Campbell? No, that's not her name. What is her name? Yeah, Nev Campbell. Nev Campbell, yeah. <clears throat> and I think with the popularity of the girl from Wednesday, I don't remember. I don't know her name. Jenna Ortega. Yeah, so she's been in the last couple. So they were, I'm not eager, but they're probably like, well, whatever then, go somewhere. So she's not even in this movie, you know, and then Jennifer Ortega, she's taking off. She's about to be in Beetlejuice 2. Michael Keaton's come back for that, you know. Now she, I guess she's the face of Scream now. So I don't even think she's the, so we've seen a lot of the main, so when you watch the trailer, they show her a lot because she's popular. I don't think she's the main character. I think the main character is the chick from In the Heights. That's crazy. Uh, the oh, Melissa yeah, Barrea like, Martinez. The older girl. The older girl. Yeah. yeah, she was she's her daughter or something like that. Yeah, because she was like, Oh, we share the same path. They might both it might be both of them, right? But it feels like the 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 ghost face is chasing the other chick mainly, not Jenna Ortega's. In the last one, in the last one, uh, Ortega, she survived an attack. In the last one, he attacked her or whatever, <clears throat> and she survived. I was like and then she went from there to just blowing up now. Mm-hmm. So, but it, I, it's getting like maybe the best reviews a screen movie's ever gotten, kind of like it's getting like eights, nines, you know, and, and that's crazy. And I, I thought it was going to not do very well. 
No, I remember you saying you were upset that Nev Campbell wasn't in it. We well, remember been having that conversation. But now it's I'm hearing it's so good. You know, I, I mean, I just googled it. I just rotten tomatoed it. Seventy six percent, which is for horror movies, that's good. Seventy six percent fresh, and an audience score of eighty two percent on twenty five hundred plus verified ratings. So, so it's, it's, it's doing good as far as the reaction, right? Not just critics, but audience reaction, which is important. Yeah, I'm gonna see if I can buy it. Shoot, I might buy it tonight and watch it. <laughs> I wonder right. if you can stream it somewhere. Let's see. Can you stream <clears throat> Scream? What was doing good? Probably not. I know Paramount will have it soon, though. Paramount had Scream 5 really fast. So 2023 is here, and you can once again stream all the previous Scream movies on Paramount. They definitely had them all on there. Scream 5. I didn't even watch Scream 5. I should probably watch it. You can watch it on Paramount right now. I'll probably watch that. Yes, it's good. I didn't even know she was Jenna Ortega was in that movie. I definitely didn't watch it. I feel like she's becoming a bigger part, like, you know. And we're getting rid of Nev Campbell. I bet her part even got even bigger in this one. I forgot there was a Scream TV series. There was three seasons of a Scream TV series on MTV. I forgot all about that. Yeah, yeah, I watched that. It was fire. Scream's, um, Scream's fire is one of the most originated, original horror movies of all time. Yeah. The it Ghostface? And, and, it's, and it's influential. How many people have dressed up as Ghostface for Halloween over yeah. the last 25 years? <laughs> Dude, he's um he's been in that... Uh, oh, they're, they're trying to make a movie, I think, or a show based on that horror game where you could be... Oh, uh, yeah, Dead, uh, dead, dead by, by daylight. daylight. Yeah, that's new news. I just read that yesterday. But he he's in there. Um, I think he was a skin on you know some shooters. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> so there's no um no time frame, but they're saying it is going to be on Paramount Plus. That's where it's going to release once it's. I probably just buy it on Hulu. They probably got it right now for home release or whatever. So I would say that's gonna. Oh, so they're sisters, Ray. Yeah. Looking at the cast, so that Melissa Barrea is Sam Carpenter and Jenna Ortega is Tara Carpenter. So, yeah, yeah, no, uh, no, that's what I'm saying. I, I know, but I'm that's what I'm saying. I'm, I feel like because they were already trying to move um, Nev Campbell out the way in the last movie, kind of because she came to help or whatever, you know, because he was attacking uh, the girl, you know, the other yeah, the girl. girl. Yeah, so when she didn't want to get paid, whatever, you know, they're probably like, well, all right, well, see ya. I wonder how they get rid of her. What happens? Or I wonder if they even mention it at all. <laughs> yeah, they probably won't mention it. Or he says something like he killed her or something. <laughs> Who knows? I'm, I'm going to watch it. To, I might watch it if I, I can buy it. I don't see that you can buy it anywhere. It looks like we're going to have to wait six weeks before oh, it's sure, available. I might go watch it at the movie theaters. My wife really, wants to see it, so it might be next weekend. Thing. No, I really want to see it, so I'm going to go to the theater and go see it, too. But um, it I mentioned skins in the video games. Um, we got Shredder coming to Call of Duty Woo! on the 15th. Turtles in a half shell. Turtle power. <laughs> and can this mean more than the turtle stuff? I hope so. I mean, listen, if we're getting Shredder, we are at minimum getting some type of splinter type deal. Or a foot, or a foot clan, like a foot soldier. Yeah, you probably get some foot clan stuff. <clears throat> I hope so. Let me fire, dude. Get a bebop or rock steady skin or something. Like, I hope this means more, but I'll take, I mean, we're getting shredded. So no, I'll take I mean, that. we're going to buy shredder for sure. If we don't get any more, I don't care. I'll take that. But 
Dude, all you gotta do is throw anything in pop culture in a video game. I'm buying it. I mean, it's it's the way to do it. Like we've talked about Fortnite in the past, bro, and they have so much stuff. But this is a uh, Call of Duty doesn't need necessarily help, but anything you can add to skin wise on Call of Duty will increase their you know foothold and and revenue because it's because the uh, the rebirth stuff resurgence is in Japan. So like. They need to get some type of content for that, which is interesting. But it looks we only seen the outline and it, we got super excited about Shredder. But I can see some Ninja Turtle inspired stuff, maybe some guns, like yeah, not necessarily a turtle skin. Down in there something. Yeah, maybe take a headband, face mask. See, the Foot Clan makes sense. Turtle. That's an easy skin to make. A Foot Clan skin, easy peasy. Shredder will be interesting. You can even do Master Splinter as like his human form and not the rat form and still probably benefit from people buying it. The turtles are a little harder, but I can see just the theme of it. Like somebody can be green and red. Someone can have, you know, orange. Someone can have purple. Someone can have blue and just have a similar skin, but with the different features. They could put out a Ninja Turtle themed skin for like a car or something. I'm buying. Oh it. yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, if they did a the Humvee as the turtle wagon, boy, I'm in. Hey, Call of Duty, call us. <laughs> call us. I am if you in. Had a turtle boys. skin for one of your vehicles. I am your in. Your money's going through the roof. <laughs> I'm notorious for not changing my skin in a vehicle. One of my vehicles still has the Christmas skin on it when I jump on it. I'm like, oh, shit, I got to change it. I leave the game, never change. It still stays the same. <laughs> it's like taking your Christmas tree down after Christmas. It just reminds me of the good times. <laughs> it goes by so fast, you know? So fast. That's why I was mad the holiday skin didn't come out to like two days later. I'm like, dude, you wasted two days of my time being Santa Claus. <laughs> <asshole>. <laughs> we ain't we only got a certain amount of time. I can't wear it after Christmas. <laughs> act like that. Uh, speaking of video games, so we're sitting in the couch, and for the first time in a while, I saw an Apex commercial. And I'm sitting there. They're doing numbers right now. It's playing, and my wife is walking past, and she's like, oh, God, that game is back? I'm like, what are you talking about? I never left. <laughs> but that's the thought process. Like, you know, no one's talking. You're not talking about it. You don't see no commercials. In her mind, who, where she's not a gamer, she thought Apex was done. Like, she thought... <laughs> Apex 2 was about to come out based on the commercial. <laughs> but, you know, that no game just takes so much time and skill level, dude. Like, I don't... You have to commit to it. Jumping back and forth is not an option. Dude, you can't tell. I'm starting to like Resurgence a little bit more than I used to. Yeah, I'm not a fan of Resurgence. The only reason I'm, I'm playing it with you, one, is because you asked me to, and two, is because I'm, e I'm easily leveling up my guns. So... Yeah, like because it's so like, fast paced and you just keep you, coming back. When you switch in between the two and you're dead and your guy's trying to get you back, yeah, it feels minutes, really slow. You're like, what? Oh. Yeah. And then when you're playing with someone that has no guts, like Corey last night, dude, he drove away from three different buy stations because people are around it. I'm like, bro, I'm pulling up to that buy station either buying you back and dying, get or into a fight, right? Away. I'm not gonna drive around for 15 minutes and waste my homeboy's time. I got a lot of Marvel Snap games, and I tell you that. Yeah, so we should we should play each other on that just live on stream a couple of these times and just go through different decks. I think that'll be fun. Dude, remember I sent you the picture of the scroll? The skull. Yeah. I forgot to buy it, dog. I woke up today 
and He's I went gone. to build an ongoing deck, and it was gone. I was like, no. Saito was like, what happened? I was like, bruh. She's like, what? I was like, I forgot to buy this damn card. She was like, you can't be serious. I was like, no, I legit. I was like, I sent the picture to Ray. I was ready to. I literally got on the game to build an ongoing deck. It was going to have Wong, Mystique, him. Dude, I was about to literally have three Wongs basically on the same tile and put somebody out there like Gambit or dude, it would decimate the entire opposition because it's going to activate twice from Wong. Then Mystique copies Wong and then he copies all ongoing abilities. So they would trigger an additional two times. Dude, it was going to be nuts. And then I forgot to buy it. Unreal. And Unreal. If you put in uh, um, Absorbing Man. Yeah, I have him in a deck too, but this, this would have been worse because the scroll he copies all ongoing abilities across the whole game. So anyone, if they have what? ongoing abilities, it copies it. Yeah, that's dope. <clears throat> would have been fun. It would have been fun. Yeah. <clears throat> so make sure you guys are checking us out. Uh, Ray streaming a lot. I have jumped on Hogwarts again, but I'll be streaming Call of Duty. I put the soundboard to work this week with Ray just practicing, making sure it sounds good. So we're going to have some content coming with some music and all kinds stream. of funny stuff. I got um, today. I'm streaming two days. So make sure to check that out. Uh, follow us on Nerd Related on YouTube, mainly where we post all of our videos, Facebook, the content, and TikTok. We're starting to get us on, get us on that TikTok. TikToks there. Make sure you follow us, y'all. Thanks for stopping by, Ray. See you in a bit. Love, peace, and, and chicken greens. <laughs>